With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Tennis.com podcast, and here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Welcome back to another Press Room podcast here uh, with the French Open. I'm Ed McGrogan talking with Peter Bodo, who's in Paris. Uh, we had to get together, Pete, after today's women's final, uh, a really strong one. Maria Sharapova wins it over Simona Halep, 6-4, 6-7, You know, I think kind of universally called one of the better women's finals in a long time, I mean... I think you'd have to agree with that statement, correct? Well, no question about it. Both of the women hit the ball a ton. Uh, they Neither of them backed off very much. Uh, both of them hit a lot of winners, and both of them made a lot of errors. It was that kind of tennis. And I don't think I've ever seen two women stretch the court as much as these two did in, in, in numerous rallies. They were They were practically running each other off the court with their angles and stuff. It was pretty amazing. You know, it, it was a match really, I think, full of big momentum swings. Uh, you know, uh, you can you can name a couple, you know, Halep winning the tiebreaker after twice failing to serve out that set. Also, you know, she was down 3-5 in that breaker. And then, of course, you have Sharapova, you know, really just not letting it get away from her after uh, letting that second set slip. You know, what what stuck out to you in this match? Well, it's an interesting point. You know, <clears throat> excuse me. It's an interesting point. Maria, as ragged as her game was, sometimes she really kept kept that that little bit of an edge. You know, she kept a little Halep a little bit under wraps, and Halep would fight back and come through. She would keep Sharapova from running away with it. Then she would strike back, and suddenly it would look as if Halep was going to take control. You know, most of the match though was played on Sharapova's terms, and I think you felt that those were there, there were real momentum shifts there. A lot of times you see a match with a lot of breaks, and it really indicate sloppy tennis in this one it indicated great tennis with a lot of momentum shifts yeah and, and speaking of on Sharapova's terms I thought watching it yes the first set in particular when Sharapova was really dialed and I thought that was honestly some of the best tennis and not even just clay court tennis for a moment just some of the best exhibition of, of tennis on such a grand stage as I've seen you know she was pretty much placing placing her forehands wherever she wanted and just really just laying into them and just some incredible winners there. I thought the start of this match was just breathtaking. Yeah, absolutely. Both women, you know, both women hit their forehand uh, very, very well. Uh, Halep's let her down on some key moments. In fact, she felt that way herself. She said later she said she needs to work on her forehand a little bit more. Sharapova's forehand, by contrast, was just was just on fire today. I mean, you know, the, I mean, you know, if you look at how many, uh, you know, I, I kept as I wrote my story tonight, I kept saying, "Gee, look at this! All these 
little points I'm describing end with down the line winners. You know, so down the line winners are always, you know, that's that's gold for a player. So that's a pretty good indication of, of how well these women were playing. Hollop's backhand was very, very solid. I think one of the big differences was the serve. You know, Hollop just cannot get too many free points with that serve. And Maria likes to really step in and wail on that return. I think that hurt Hollop in the long term. Yeah, and I think, you know, the last point about this, I think we know a lot a lot of what this match I think does for Sharapova um you know if you want to talk about kind of legacy things like that but what are your takeaways about this specifically as it relates to Halep uh I think 22 years old and certainly you know this capping off what has been a, a pretty steady ascent a, a pretty quick ascent too into the top uh five right now I think top three pretty close you know what are what are your takeaways as it relates to her well, you never really know how a player is going to react, you know. I mean, it's, you know, she's now she's going to be, the pressure is going to kick in for her up until now. There hasn't been that much pressure. She's won a lot of her tournaments have been smaller events. So now people are going to be looking at her as somebody who's, you know, a legitimate top five player. She's, I think, going to go up to number three after this tournament. So she's, so she's going to have to really consolidate this position, keep beating the people she needs to beat, and, and keep playing it at this level. She's actually going to, as she said, improve that forehand. I think her serve is always going to be a little bit, a little bit dodgy, although, you know, it's kind of surprising, but her maximum speed was, you know, pretty close to Sharapova's, at least on their individual serves that went at maximum speed. So, you know, she's got her work cut out now, too. She's gone to another level with this. As we are under T minus 18 hours till Nadal and Djokovic, let's get a couple quick words in on that. Yeah, you and I both picked Nadal to win this match. Um, you know, is it more a case of. Uh, I, I made you pick somebody to win the match, like a 51-49. Is it really, you know, as kind of close as I think most people say? Or do you really, I mean, do you think that Rafa definitely has a, a distinct edge at the moment? Well, I, uh, I, no, I shouldn't say a really a distinct, not an over, not, not a really jump out at you kind of an edge, uh, I think, but I think the way, you know, Novak's finish in his semis was not real promising. He, he complained a little bit. He said he felt sick and he didn't want to say why, you know, so, so he didn't, didn't feel he played that well. So it's, you know, he's kind of a, bummed out after the semi while Rafa goes and plays maybe one of his top three matches ever on clay. So that sets Rafa up, Rafa up nicely. And I do buy into the theory that, you know, the weather is going to have something to do with tomorrow. If it's a bright, hot, sunny day like it was today for the women, uh, boy, Rafa is going to be very tough to beat, I think. And and that is the forecast is what we're hearing from out there? Yes, the latest no latest I, ch- latest I check is possible thunderstorms, but they had been calling for that today too. All right. Yeah, well, we will see. And uh, like I said, a lot more on Nadal and Djokovic from Pete uh, and everybody at the Tennis.com team at Tennis.com, of course. So, um, Pete, thank you. And we will be uh, reading your report tomorrow on, obviously, quite a uh, quite a match we have coming up. So, for Pete Bodo, I'm Matt McGrogan, the latest Press Room podcast here on Tennis.com. You've been enjoying Tennis.com's weekly podcast. Thanks for listening. For all the latest news and events, head over to Tennis.com.